Welcome to the Family Man Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. We're coming to you every week to discuss topics for family protectors. We're about creating community for tactical dads and moms, doing the work to become better protectors and providers, and being force multipliers for good. So come on in, sit back, relax, and let's have some fun. All right, we're back this week with another awesome episode of the Family Man Tactical Podcast. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about how Family Man Tactical got its start, right? Um, So I've been doing a lot of networking, and, you know, when when you do networking, you got to reach out and say, hey, you know, my name's, in this case, Chris, and, and here's my brand, and here's what we're about, and a little bit about your background. It'd be nice just to point people to a podcast, um, getting a lot of downloads and this brand is getting a lot of, I don't know, help from, from folks in the firearm and, um, community and the the preparedness community and just freedom loving people really. So I I keep saying thank you, but I'm not going to stop because everybody's been really cool. You know, and I've only had to deal with a couple trolls. Um, as this brand grows, I know, you know, we'll get more and more trolls and have to deal with that. But mostly, you know, everybody's really positive and, and cool. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like it's been a while since we talked. I know I, I launched a podcast last week, um, but before that I skipped a week, right? So I've got to get better at um, being more consistent, right? Okay, so Family Man Tactical, um, you know, it's it's definitely a brand built around uh, family preparedness um, and family um, protection of family, right? Because there's a lot of dangers out there. There's a lot of uncertainties in this world. And, you know, we shouldn't live our life in fear. But at the same time, I believe we have a divine responsibility to uh, take care of what's ours, Right. And, and be good stewards of that. And in doing that, we're showing love to our friends and family and community. So a little bit about me. Again, my name is Chris. I'm just a normal dude. In fact, I'm not even never been in the military. And, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like, well, you know, what, what shingle, what <laughs> credentials or pedigree do you have to be uh, running Family Man Tactical? And so we're going to go there. Um, but first, it's important to know that you know, this brand is not about me. It is about the benefit to the end user. So with that in mind, um, I came from a military family, quite honestly. And it was, you know, kind of thought of, hey, you're probably going to go into the military if you're from this family. And and uh, I didn't end up going. I thought I was going to go. Um, I was encouraged to go through college first and then go in uh, through OCS. And by that time, I had met my wife and, um, you know, I, <laughs> other plans popped up. We started a family, um, and, and I started, uh, working for a contractor, uh, managing projects, building combat vehicles. So that was, that was what I did. And my life kind of took a turn there and, and that's, um, you know, I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm proud of the work that I did, um, uh, making combat vehicles, uh, very quality and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but I was not military. And so, um, I grew up in this kind of environment where, you know, shooting and being in the outdoors and being into bushcraft was just 
kind of expected and that's what we did for fun it was like hey i'm i'm going to the woods this weekend um and and that's what we did and and we had a lot of fun um so it's just kind of ingrained in me to be part of the outdoors which kind of uh precipitated uh you know kind of self-reliance you know you didn't have everything in the kitchen sink with you when you were out in the outdoors um and so naturally you know even though i didn't go into the military um i had some good mentors that had been uh career military in the combat arms and taught me to shoot and so there was always that longing to just get better and better um in, in self-defense i got into martial arts and um that was always there you know and i I didn't know why I felt that, you know, I felt like, oh gosh, if I don't go into the military, you know, there's this longing to be really good at these skill sets. And, um, you know, and it was just kind of a desire in me to just always get better. And I, I didn't know why. And I, I guess it has a point there. Um, just sideline real quick, you know, we need to pay attention um, to these things that are inside of us. Um, it's put there for a reason, right? And and it's usually a good thing. And sometimes we don't realize why that strong sense is there, um, especially if we pick a different path. You know, you go, what, what, what was that there for? So I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, I had a really bad situation. You can read about this on the on um, the Family Man Tactical website. I had a really bad situation um, about 15, 16 years ago um, where I had taken lots of martial arts. I had... Um, started defensive um, shooting training, right, through really credentialed instructors. Um, but I found myself in a really bad part of town, um, one of the worst in the, the country, and in a situation with um, some gangbangers, and I was definitely outgunned. Um, and it it was this whole situation. I'll probably tell the like the detailed version um, another time. But basically, it it really rattled me after it was all done. When during the situation, um, I just kind of operated, and it and it happened very quickly. It involved um, spatial relationships to the threat. Guns were drawn. Um, there was evasive driving needed. It was like something out of a movie, really. And I don't have enough time to go through the whole incident. Um, and I wasn't like a superhero or um, action figure or something like that. I was just trying to stay alive. And you know what? And I say it was divine intervention that I survived because at one point in the incident, I was staring straight down the barrel of a, a Glock 19 and the guy didn't pull the trigger. I mean, he had me dead to, dead to rights and didn't pull the trigger. And it looked like he wanted to. I don't know. So maybe he decided better of it. Maybe um, the good Lord stopped his tr trigger finger. I don't know. But, you know, I, I look at that and go, wow, I, I, I should have died. You know, I, or I, I could have died. There was, what could I have done differently? You know, and that's the part where I say it rattled me. No, it really just kind of made me think hard after that situation. What could I have done different, differently? And everybody wants to, you know, Monday morning quarterback the situation, and you should. But that's not the point of this. Basically, what that led to was a passion for defensive training and, and preparedness in general. Because it opened my eyes to, you know, 
just the seven yard target shooting that we do and and fundamental marksmanship so important right um but it was it was on such a deeper level right that that my eyes were open to i mean oh my gosh i that stuff you see in movies where people do evasive driving and stuff like that you could actually need to use that because i had to um you know de-escalation all those things that are just kind of buzzwords now you know 15 16 years ago it wasn't so much and and i thought you know gosh where do i go and do this so again i had a really good mentor um that not only started um a tactical training organization um and definitely had the creds to do it but also had a cadre of other combat veterans um that were also part of that and i was invited to go train uh there and i did and I ended up training relentlessly. I mean, the first few years of my marriage, my wife really didn't see me um, as much as probably I should have been around because I was so intent on training. That drive just, it kicked into overdrive after after that incident. And I mean, I was learning everything from, um, you know, like soldiering type stuff, like um, individual movement techniques, uh, patrolling, um, you know, combat medicine and stuff like that and i just ate it up and i saw that there was an application because at that point i realized okay i'm not going to the military i'm i'm gonna start a family soon and i'm really set in my project management career um and at the time i liked uh the combat vehicle gig um so you know but i still wanted to learn this stuff and train this stuff and i did and man i saw the the how applicable it was to folks that were maybe in harm's way or for preparedness sake. Um, so I, gosh, the doors that were open for me. I mean, I, I got to benefit from training from all sorts of guys that had, uh, special jobs in the military. Um, I even got to train for a couple of years, uh, remotely with, um, an intelligence analyst that, um, you know, I, I paid for the training, but I, I got to learn open source intelligence um, best practices. And I mean, it just, it was so cool. Um, and I got to the point where I did that so much training and training. I mean, I went through survival course after survival course. I mean, I just, I couldn't do enough. It was, it was fun. But um, at some point I started a family and I had to start balancing that training um, and money being spent in other avenues and I still had that passion, but, but by this time, you know, about seven years ago, I had really got to the point where I knew a lot of stuff and I was starting to help my friends and family out with maybe questions they had with, oh, hey, Chris, you know, how do, how do I do this? How do I build my rifle this way? What should I carry into, into the field with me? You know, just really not rocket science stuff, but stuff that I had experience in doing through all this, uh, wonderful training, um, that I got. And, uh, yeah, it just, it got to the point where I had, I had switched jobs again into a different project management field. Um, and I knew I wanted to carry this on. And that's kind of one of the things that, um, the training cadre and, and, um, the company that I was training with, and I was actually invited, um, to, go be an instructor there. Um, and I did for a short time for a few years, um, teaching, uh, combatives and, um, then other stuff, uh, as, as an assistant instructor, uh, TC3, um, 
field field stuff, you know, um, field movement, uh, shooting, marksmanship, etc. Just like the whole nine yards, I, I got to experience that and learn what it was like to teach. And I kind of, I just got, you know, the bug for teaching. Um, and I wouldn't consider myself a master instructor, but the individual that taught me to teach was an actual master instructor in the military. And, and I'm just so grateful for that experience. And that's where kind of family man tactical got its started to come to fruition. And I decided, you know, with this training that was very, um, very applicable to folks that were getting prepped to go into the military um, or actually going to be doing patrolling, actually going to be doing, um, you know, some serious land nav and all that kind of stuff. Is there a way to make those, those items more applicable to John Q citizen that's got a family that wants to know how to do the basic level things um, for preparedness sake, you know, and, and absolutely if you're listening to this, you probably agree. Those are, those are critical things. And, and that's where I kind of started to get the, the bug to start family man tactical. So really it went from a bad situation to a good situation where I was actually doing something to address some of the shortfalls I saw that were outside the envelope of traditional, Oh, here's your concealed carry training. You know, something that went far beyond that. Um, and I probably overdid it, but I'm better for it. And I think the people that I come in contact with that I might be able to help are better for it. So in, in reality, it's a good thing. And then it really went to great because I, after my stint with um, that training company, um, started to come to an end because of, of uh, really life getting in the way, you know, everybody's schedule. Um, I knew that down the road, this is something I wanted to help continue um, and reach as many family men as I could because I was a family man at that point and I just had a heart for, you know, men learning to better care for their families, protect and provide um, and and be good leaders. So that's that's where it all kind of started and, and how it kind of blossomed into that thing there. Um, and again, I, I'm so grateful for the men that that um, spent their their careers in the military, um, learning soldiering tasks and skill sets and leadership and all sorts of stuff like that. And they bring it home, and they're able to make it adaptable to civilians, who in turn can teach their children, their families to live a more uh, reliant. Um, lifestyle, reliant, uh, self-reliant, I mean, self-reliant lifestyle in that they, you know, look, I'm thankful for the police officers in my town. I think we have some of the best in the country, quite honestly. And, and I feel that my neighbors all do too. Um, you know, we don't, we don't feel that police hate where I live, but the reality is everybody knows that, you know, an emergency situation could require you to protect yourself um, now and the police are, are there to secure the, the scene, you know, and that's, that's something that's important. Um, the other thing is too, if there's outages and stuff like that, I mean, I just, I feel better equipped, not feel, I know I'm better equipped to help my neighbors out in times of crisis um, and, and uh, help my family out. 
you know just so that again that's that was kind of um the blossom of of this brand and and i and that's the other thing i had to i had to kind of calculate okay what do i want to accomplish though i kind of have this high level idea that i want to help people right and i have some background from some really credentialed people you know i'm not I don't view myself as credential. I just ate up really good training and I did exactly what they told me to do many times. Right. And with that, I, I think I can, I've got a platform here to start helping folks better prepare their family. But one of the big things is I didn't want this brand to be about Chris. And I said that up front. I didn't want this to be about me. Like, Oh, here's this uh, guru, right. Who can teach you everything and the keys to life and all that kind of stuff. It had to be about bringing in subject matter experts um, and at least getting their input on um, any content we produce and all that kind of stuff. So if you know me in social media or you've talked to me or you've met me, I'm constantly checking myself. I'm putting myself in check and there's a reason for that. One, I want to be an example of how I think family protectors should be. We should always be putting ourselves in check with people that we know are more expert than us, right? So if I come across my good friend over at Tom Wrights and Rolls, I have a very basic, basic understanding. And I say understanding because I know what I can and can't do on the ground. It's, it's really two, two, three, four positions, right, that I know how to do in a box pattern on the ground. But this guy's a purple belt, right? You should go check him out on Instagram. Um, he's he's constantly putting up good reels and stuff like that. I'm trying to get him to produce more content because he's got a he's got a very interesting way of looking at learning and training and all that kind of stuff. But my point is, if I have to go take a look at something on the ground, I'm I'm hitting him up. I'm texting him. I'm going, hey what do you think about this situation and doing this? And, and so I'm constantly putting myself in check because although I have actually had to fight on the ground, that does not an expert make me. That means that I survived a situation and, you know, maybe I zigged instead of zagged and that's what got me lucky. But this guy is actually accomplished. He's got his purple belt. He's competed. He's putting in the work every day in and out. And so naturally, I'm going to take guys like that and I'm going to put myself in check. Naturally, um, Tom does the same thing. If he wants to learn about, you know, um, better handling his pistol, he's going to go find a, um, an accomplished shooting instructor um, that will take him to the next level and so on and so on and so on. So, you know, I, I like to pick on my buddies and he's, he's a good example to pick on there. I've got lots of other folks that maybe you don't know that are good friends of mine. And I surround myself with, with good men. Um, and I feel that are better than me, right. That are always going and, and searching out that next level of training to put themselves in check. So building community, one of the pillars of this brand is building community. And you can't do that if you're always trying to instruct everybody else and tell everybody else why this is wrong and that's wrong or whatever. I'm here to learn and I'm here to encourage other folks to learn. There are some things I know really well and I'm going to train those and I'm going to put that content out because I know it's based on good doctrine that I spent many years learning. On the other side of things, I'm not going to tell somebody what it's like to 
be um, in the military and a leadership of a company size uh, group of people. I'm, I'm not going to do that because I never did that. And I'm not going to pretend to know how to do that. Um, but I will take those lessons learned from people that have done that and apply it to my life. And I think if we do that in a community uh, sense, whether you're into self-defense and mixed martial arts, whether you're in preparedness, um, wilderness survival, I think if we do that, man, we're going to develop a lot of good friends. And that's what this brand is about, is supporting self-reliance um, and uh, overall Americanism, right? And that's that's what that means to me. So there's that. The other pillar is definitely doing the work, right? This is where I'm diving more into the weeds as far as, and I said this on another podcast with our updated mission, as Family Man Tactical kind of, kind of came to fruition early in the year, is being better protectors, right? Doing the work, training day in and day out. You know, it's so important. Training with your firearm, um, training with your gear, putting that practice in. Um, being better providers. Look, you know, we're, we're tasked with being good providers. If you're a family protector, you're also 99% chance you're a, you're a provider. And where I mean provider is not just paying the bills now, but after that paycheck quits coming in, how are you going to provide for your family? And that's where the preparedness thing comes in. Um, it's, it's something where when you look at the average household doesn't have any more than maybe three days food on hand, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, man, if the lights ever go out or the shelves get really bare, you know, we've, we've experienced some small food shortages and, and how I know they're very minuscule at, at best or at worst is because people haven't lost their mind. Remember in 2020, how people lost their mind over toilet paper guess what? There's other ways to clean your, your rear end other than toilet paper. And people lost their mind. But there's only one way to put nourishment in your body, and that's by eating food. <laughs> so, you know, those are that's definitely a focus of Family Man Tactical, the preparedness side. And the, and the third part of that is being presiding over whatever it is you preside over. Whether you're a mom or you're a dad, Look, you, you have some sort of sphere of influence or authority, probably, if you're listening to this. And if you don't, now's the time to practice because eventually someday you are going to have that or could have that. But I want to be a better leader in my family, for my wife and my children. Um, and part of doing that is being worthy of that leadership. And that goes back to protecting, providing, but also loving. Balancing that situation out where I'm putting my family forward first. And I mean, these are important themes because otherwise Family Man Tactical is just some generic brand where I'm putting, posting videos of me doing drills online. Um, and I mean, there's so many of those out there. How is this brand different? What are they bringing to the table that's different? And that's where some of these concepts I'm talking about are so very important. So definitely building that community, um, fostering uh, an environment of being willing to learn, put out good information, and have exchange of ideas, right? Doing the work, being better providers, protectors, and presiders over, uh, over what we've been entrusted with. And the last thing, this is so very important, and this is what I, I just feel this passion for, 
is uh, being force multipliers for good, right? One of the cool things about, um, and I learned this actually from actual um, doors that were open to meet people that were in special forces or whatever um, through through my training mentor. But one of the really cool things about special forces, you know, is that, you know, they've, they've got the operator thing going, right? And, and so do a lot all the special operations forces, right? But special forces is really good at being force multipliers, meaning they drop them in behind enemy lines and they build communities and, and, and build really um, platoons and <laughs> all sorts of fighting forces. But if you take that concept and you move it to Americans being force multipliers for good, being in service to help their communities, protect their communities, um, build their communities up, foster um, a sense of self-reliance and really underline what uh, JFK said with ask not what your country can do for you with all those handouts ask what you can do for your country and I think one of the best things that us civilians can do is build our communities up you know take care of be ready to take care of our neighbors be ready to teach uh, whatever it is we know. If we're good at something, maybe it's um, maybe it's small engine repair. That's going to be important if, uh, if the lights ever go out or crap ever hits the fan. Um, anything like that, really. So people have their gifts. It's important to spread those gifts and uh, benefit others, right? And then also, you know, we can't... I really don't think we can be force multipliers for good if we don't live a life of balance and that's a mistake i mentioned earlier i made up front earlier on in my marriage is i was doing so much training because it was a high protein diet of training i was getting to train with um regularly i mean like monthly if not weekly folks that had really cool credentials right and and just were very accomplished at leadership and all those soldiering tasks and you know I, I was just I was just eating it up and I neglected um you know some of the best time I had early on in my marriage more than I should have. And I think that's where now I'm a little bit older and I think, gosh, I need to better live a life of balance. You can be too much into preparedness, you can be too much into tactical training, you can be too much, too much, too much. And um you know, and and it's obvious, you know if you're in into that too much because there's things that you know you should do um, to better affect the people in in your life, whether it be your kids or your spouse. And that's not the point of this conversation. That's a podcast for another time. Um, but that's something I'm always watching because I've watched people, um, you know, neglect their families. I've watched people turn to vices uh, to tune out the depression of their lives and stuff like that. And again, as family protectors, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest dangers out there right now is is vices and uh, depression um, in the form of tuning everything out and the work we should be doing to better enrich the lives of those around us. So, yeah, I've gone really deep with this family man tactical, how it got started, but it's something I so, so very much believe in. And my heart is just huge uh, with with the joy I feel towards what I'm trying to accomplish here and the response that I've gotten back um, from different uh, folks on different social media 
platform. So I'm really happy about this. And I don't want to, I don't want Family Man Tactical to ever be about um, doom and gloom. I mean, yeah, there's some serious topics we got to talk about in preparedness and self-defense. That's just life. But, you know, I, I've seen also a lot of folks that were just, you know, they ran um, websites that were just focused on nothing but, you know, the latest conspiracy theory on how everything's being taken over and, and we're being turned into lizards. And, you know, I mean, and that could all be true, really. But what are you going to do about it? Me, I'm going to better prepare my family. I'm going to spend a lot of time with them. Um, I'm going to train every day. I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to feed my body nutritious things. But one thing I'm not going to do is get lost in despair. Focus on myself, myself, myself. And they say live your best life. I want to live a life that benefits other people. And I'm going to pick who I benefit. Okay, I'm not going to just give myself over to uh, people that don't care. But um, yeah, this that's that's how this got this start. About 15, 16 years ago, man. Really bad situation. <laughs> um, I learned a few things about myself in that bad situation. That when the chips are down, um, I go into operation mode. And then afterwards, um, I man, I size myself up. I, I put myself up against uh, scrutiny, you know, and I, I went and found a bunch of people um, that I knew knew their stuff and had been in austere environments all over the world, and and I played it back. Did I do this right? Did I do that wrong? You know, and, and um, I went and got training. And there's so many credentialed instructors out there. I mean, there's just even mainstream you can get remote training right now that's why i'm not even trying to compete with these guys because they're doing it so well um i'm I'm just i would be i i just don't feel um that i'm transparent if i'm saying you know i'm gonna teach you how to run your pistol better than uh john lovell of war poet you know or you know maybe some other guy that's uh, really accomplished. I mean, look at, um, gosh, what's uh, Modern Samurai Project? That guy's, man, that guy's taken the market with uh, red dot training. Even even really credentialed instructors are going to him for, for red dot training, and he is never in the military. Um, he was a competitive shooter. So there's guys that have some really good stuff that are in their lanes, and I want to network with those people. I want to... Um, you know, turn people on to those really good training uh, resources. And then, of course, I'm, I'm going to be putting out some content um, that I see kind of some gaps in the industry. I'm going to be putting out some good content. Um, and I might bring in some other subject matter experts to round out that content because, again, um, I'm very upfront about the fact that I'm not the end-all be-all. Um, I'm just a dude. Pretty serious about the task conditions and standards of preparedness. But, um, yeah, there's some good people in the community. I, in, I intend to work with them, right? So, man, this has been, I, I started talking and it seemed like 10 minutes went by and it's been a half an hour. But I had some really good stuff to, to say in my mind. Hopefully some of this has given you some food for thought um, as to maybe you've got a burning passion in you and you don't know why it's there and you don't know how it's going to affect people down the road, but... Maybe use my example 
that, you know, just don't ignore it. It's there for a reason. Personally, I think God gives us those, those desires and, and passions. Um, as long as they're, they're meant to better the people around us and they're not selfish. I think those are, those are God given gifts. Um, and now mine is, I got to keep that in check. Right. And I keep mentioning this. I'm not the guru. Um, so that, that desire to help people, I might end up just being the platform and I'm okay with that because if I start to see people benefit from this, uh, this brand, even if it never does anything on social, even if it never does anything, if I'm able to help people local in my community and my family and my friends, um, which I have been doing for a number of years, uh, better prepare and train their families and stuff like that, man, I win. I've won. Um, and I set out what I accomplished to do. Now I'm trying to scale it. That's all. I'm trying to scale it. And look, this brand, it's not really about money. Look, I know how to make money. Um, and I'm doing doing well for my family um, in my normal job, in my normal life. And I know how to do um, scale affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff for side gigs and stuff. Um but that's not what this is about. This is about passion. And uh, I hope you share that same passion. I hope you're passionate about something. And if you are, I'd love to hear about it. It doesn't even have to be about preparedness or survival or self-defense. Maybe it's uh, fishing. I'd love to hear about it. Drop me a line. FM at familymantactical.com. So look, um, I mentioned we're going to be doing some networking. I expect um, there's a there's a few people that I want to have on. Maybe not till the first of the year. Um, I'm still working out the software on how to do remote podcasting because there's a couple guys um, out west that I, I keep mentioning. Tom writes and rolls. I'm gonna have his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu purple belt self um, on the show, and I, you know that'll be a little bit more fun because I'm I know him real well. And I'm going to have some fun picking his brain and, and just having a good time with him. Um, there's another guy that I've been talking to um, out in Utah, runs a uh, um, runs a coursework out there um, for folks that want to learn how to run their carbine and their pistols. Um, and I'm sure he's got a couple other courses up his sleeve, too. Um, so that's um, you can find him on Instagram, too. It's uh, Tactical Cowboy. Um, so I, I, you know, definitely, um, going to have some folks on, um, and he can tell us more about his background and, and we'll talk about some interesting topics. And there's a couple other folks that I know are probably going to be on. I just haven't got the okay from them yet. So I will kind of hold those cards close to my chest. Um, but yeah, in the next year, uh, next six months, we're going to be putting out some, some free coursework for people on, you know, just one of them is like, hey, how to put three months worth of food away for yourself. And I'm not talking about, oh, here's some ramen noodles. I mean, like some serious calories for like, you know, somewhere between five and six hundred dollars. Three months of food or calories for five to six hundred dollars that'll store up to 20 to 25 years. Um, I'm going to put that out as a freebie just because because I know it can help people. And I want it to help people. Um, so there'll be some other coursework and stuff I'm, I'm putting together. 
but again, I'm learning how to use cameras and, and you know, this is kind of a, a learning operation for me. In the meantime, we'll be doing all sorts of uh, motivational stuff on social, uh, putting up product reviews. I love gear. Um, I love finding out what's worthwhile, what's not, what's a good investment, what's not. And, um, you know, if, if I put out a recommendation, you know, um, and, and that recommendation gets taken, sometimes I'll get a little kickback for that. But I don't, I don't do a huge amount of product reviews because I don't think everything's amazing. Um, yeah. And man, I hope to set a good example, really. This country needs more good men and women that aren't crying about what everybody else is doing, but focused on bettering themselves and the people around them. Um, becoming more self-reliant so i'm going to try to be a better example um, and be a little bit of a leader i got this platform here i'm going to network like crazy with all those people out there um, that have something good to to teach in the realm of preparedness and self-defense we'll see where it goes anyway man this has been uh, a fun little podcast for me to do because it's like yeah Hopefully you can hear it in my voice. I'm, I'm really passionate about this. Um, we're rolling up towards Thanksgiving. In the last two years, we've had a lot go on. And, um, you know, my whole family got COVID, right? And a lot of people got COVID and it affected them in different ways. Some, it was like a, a brief little cold. Some people didn't even know they had it. Other people uh, ended up dying. Now, wherever you stand on the whole COVID thing, that's really not my concern. Um but there was all these second, third, and fourth order things like, you know, restrictive uh, restrictions on on inalienable rights, right? Um, shortages, um, fear mongering, um, power grabs, all sorts of stuff that really kind of, you know, I think made a lot of us Americans take a look at, you know, who we are and what we believe in and why we believe it. Do some introspection here. So as we roll up towards Thanksgiving, I just... Um, I know for myself, there's a lot of things I'm thankful about. I'm thankful for my family. I am still thankful for my country. I have a belief that if our country um, comes back to God and, uh, you know, repents, at, at the very least, from uh, all the, the power grab and the infringement of everyone's rights in the, the quote-unquote name of emergency, if... Um, if we stop doing the things that we shouldn't be doing, I think this country could uh, could turn turn around. So anyway, I'm thankful for all the men and women that have served our country, provided us security while we were home safe in our beds against really bad people all over this uh, this world. I'm thankful for my job and uh, and the people I work with. You know, my wife and kids, I'll say that a bunch of times. So I'm thankful for a lot. I hope you are too. I don't know if I'm going to podcast next week. I might take next week off and enjoy the family. Um, if I don't talk to you, I pray that you are so thankful that you have a great time uh, with your family and friends. And uh, God bless you richly. I'll talk to you soon.